Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, I have with me um, uh, an artist. Um, she, uh, I know her from UWM, <laughs> and uh, she currently works as an admissions counselor at, in MIAD, uh, the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. And uh, she's um, she she does some curating as well. Uh, she's curating something coming up in uh, February, right? Yes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. uh, she's got a show next month in Texas. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, all, the, all of uh, the passion and what she does and why she does it. So, Melish, Melissa Mersh, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? Good. Good, yes. How was your day today? My day was good, yeah. Um... Loki day at work. We were sending Christmas cards to all our applicants and oh nice yeah cozy in our little conference uh, room. Yeah. Our boss ordered us lunch, so it's a good day. Mm. Got out early. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's sounds pretty ideal. Uh, yeah, it's some of the joy of this time of year. Mm -hmm. um, it depends. I feel like it's like a complete like. Uh, there's no in between. This is either the worst time of year for your job or like yeah, the easiest time. That's so true. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I haven't seen you in like a really long time. Like I would see you in yeah. passing sometimes. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think I saw you at Company Brewing recently. Yeah, I feel like I was gonna say. I think I said you in the kitchen. I work. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I'm the dish boy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I worked at a cafe, and my favorite duty was to do the dishes. It was the easiest. I like it. I oh yeah, right. very soothing. I agree. Yeah. Soothing. It's um, it you can you don't have to really talk to anybody. Exactly. You can just exactly. Kind of be in the corner and yep. I don't know. I like to spray things and <laughs> scrub things, make things clean. You know, and mm -hmm. uh, and we also get a lot of free food at work. Nice. I eat a lot of fries on the job. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Exactly. Right. <laughs> so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, yeah. we talk love and fear through our passion and creative minds. And um, yeah, so we uh, we initially met uh, because I dated your good friend, Olivia. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Olivia. <laughs> um, and uh, I knew that you um, you were in the Peck School of the Arts yeah. over at uh, UWM. Mm -hmm. um, so where are you originally from? I'm from Whitewater, Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, it's like an hour south. College town, go yeah. UW-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> UW-Dub. <laughs> Is that a thing people would say? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that like the thing at football games? Oh, uh, yeah. I, well, I've never been to one, but sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. That's not my scene. No. <laughs> um, well, cool. Um, so I guess like to, uh, I'd love to, um, yeah, I guess like hear a little bit about like, um, you know, your uh, beginnings, like growing up, like what art meant to you, and I guess like why, where it became like a creative outlet for yourself. Sure. Um, so I was definitely always a very creative kid, um, just like in terms of, you know, making crafts and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then in high school, uh, I was really, really into music and performing. Um, we didn't have a great visual arts program, so I was in art classes, but it was never like my big thing. I was involved in choir, got into like our highest choir group, 
um, did magical dinners, very geeky. Um, nice. And then I was in theater, and I was sure. in like every theater production I could be in. Um, but then I was in FBLA in high school, which is Future Business Leaders of America. Cool. And I did a group project with some people for that, where we basically like did design for a company. We had to do like logo and all that kind of stuff. Um, so then I was like, this is really cool. I'm very like type A person, so businessy things are kind of good for me, but also this is creative, and I liked the combination of yeah, it. Totally. Um, so I actually, I guess before that, I applied to UWM because I was going to go into film. Oh, really? Because I like, I'm obsessed with movies and I like wanted to be a film critic because you can just, you know, go to school and be a film critic after, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a career. I would have, uh, um, I was actually, I kind of had a similar interest in film. Yeah. I'm also really big into cinema. Yeah. But after taking like two film classes, it's <laughs> not for me. Um, so yeah, before I even got to school, I changed my major to graphic design. Um, and then I got to school, got into the art program, you don't really get into design right away. Sure. Um, what, at UWM what happens is your sophomore year you apply for the UW, or for the design program. Um, and so I was in like intro classes that year. And I was also interning for Josie Osborne that year. So she's cool. a professor at UWM um, at the Peck School and she leads the first year program for art students where you're doing like intro drawing and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was doing like administrative, like more businessy things for her, and I was like, I'm like really good at this, and this is cool because it's in the creative field, but I'm still doing like all these like type A things I'm very good at. And I was like, I want to go into art administration, but yeah. there's not a major for that. Sure. Uh, there are some places, but not at UWM. So I was like, I'm not gonna go through this really intense design program. I'm not gonna apply for it and not want to be a designer. So mm -hmm. I just ended up kind of going around into different areas, um, discovering, I think, a lot of things I didn't know about in high school. That's kind of why it took me so long to get to where I was, because I just had no idea about any of these different career options totally. or different mediums and stuff. And then finally ended up doing BFA and Fibers, so, yeah. Fibers. Yeah. So, um, I'm not who uh, keen? I know some things well, about most people aren't like uh, <laughs> of ma the materials and what so fibers would be like. Uh, yeah, what would that entail? Yeah, so at UWM it's kind of a blanket term um, that can include a lot of things. That's why I like that major a lot because there's a lot of freedom. But um, so anything fibrous. So typically that's going to be like weaving, um, you know, sewing, soft sculpture is kind of what I mm -hmm. focused more towards at the end of my. Um, art career sure. at UWM, um, embroidery, screen printing on fabric, oh, cool. yeah. um, wall hangings, quilts, oh, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Oh, really cool. So would clothes be under that? Uh... Yeah, yeah. So it's um, sewing, I guess. Kinda. Yeah. Um, there are people who will do wearable stuff sometimes. Cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Very nice. Let's see. So like, yeah. uh, uh, if I wanted you to uh, uh, design like the decor of uh, my, my room here and like I wanted to hang some cool, like, artsy little stuff, I'd be like, yo, Melissa, what do you think? Could you make me this or that? <laughs> so that's yeah. kind of like, um, so that's sort of that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. A lot of decor-related stuff. Yeah, there's definitely people who, well, one person in particular in my program, um, her thesis was more like decor, um, textile design, really interested in doing, like, patterns and clothes sure. and stuff, yeah. Cool, very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you said that like, so being like type A meant like you just were really interested in like 
spearheading things and getting things done, it sounded like. Yeah, I'm like super like organized and like make lists. Um, I'm like a planner, so that's like a, both a strength and a weakness when it comes to art because I have to like know everything I want to do before I start yeah. like sewing something or making sure. something. Yeah. Um, you don't play things by ear. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do that. more as I get older but sure. I, I've learned which things I can. Right, right. <laughs> Trusting the process. Yeah, I've yeah. always been a very anxious person so I try to control everything as a means to be a little less anxious okay. about it. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, that's my coping mechanism for um, anxiety. <laughs> totally, yeah. Yeah. Definitely me too. I'm like very obsessive compulsive. Yeah. So like I also need to be like anything I do, like yeah, I need to be in control of like every aspect. So like I utilize like the notes function in my phone very heavily. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I like to have I can't have like any dead air in my day. Like there yeah. has to be something that I fill that time doing otherwise like I get so worked up like yeah. whether it's even if it's like you know um something simple like like even if it's something leisurely like watching a movie or mm -hmm. listening to some music or mm -hmm. taking a nap even like I have to have a plan for every hour of every day <laughs> So I feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not quite at that level, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm uh I'm extra. You know? I'm a nervous nothing, wreck. Nothing uh well nothing wrong with being extra, I guess you don't want to be a nervous <laughs> wreck, but um, going into your art career in school, like mm -hmm. I guess like what were some cool opportunities you had like career wise, like um outside of your classes? Yeah, um so my internship was definitely really cool. Um that just like helped me see kind of some more opportunities that I didn't know were def like career paths like art administration mm -hmm. um and I also just love Josie and her wife is like um I think she's the she might be the chair of the art department mm -hmm. now they switched around Kim Kozier she's like the head of art education cool. at UWM and they're awesome um, I also worked at the Studio Arts and Crafts Center, EWM, for like two and a half years. Um, before that I worked at the LGBT Resource Center, which was cool. It wasn't really like too much art stuff, but since mm -hmm. they knew I was an art major, I did some design stuff for them. Nice. And my big thing I did there was I, um, planned the drag show one year. Oh, really? Um, yeah, the whole drag awesome. show was very stressful. Mm. Um, cool, but really stressful. I went my senior year. Cool, yeah, it was my sophomore year I planned it. Didn't sure. really know what I was doing, but, um, and then, yeah, and then I went to the craft center, um, it worked there as, like, a marketing coordinator for a little bit, and then I switched over and I was the program manager for two years, so that's kind of, there's two managers there, both students, and I was kind of the head manager, mm -hmm. um, and I did, like, all the programming, so I planned, like, Worked with everybody on their workshops, planned the free events, um, like saw, uh, oversaw the marketing, and kind of was the boss. It was great. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right in line with the, uh, you know, like uh, getting things done, like yeah, the production yeah. side of shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really loved that job. Still, like my favorite job. Nice. Yeah, um, and then. Did like some service learning stuff that, I mean, that was for class, but I met Evelyn Patricia Terry, who's a local artist from Milwaukee, cool. still lives here. 
um, all her life. She's probably in her 60s. Um, and she's amazing. She lives on the north side. She lives in the area code that they made that documentary about. I don't know what the area code is, but it's like a documentary about how like bad that area uh, is, uh, oh, basically. Yeah, sure. um, uh, but she has like a art all over her house, and so she'll open up for mm -hmm. shows and stuff, which is awesome. Like, I think, isn't that 53206? I think so. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I know, um, yeah. So that was, she's really inspirational because she took a totally different path and she just like, just like hustles and it's awesome and like just uh, uses her house as a space instead of getting another space and paying for her studio or something. So that was really, she was a mentor for me definitely. Um, yeah, that was kind of all the stuff cool. when I was an undergrad probably. Sure. And a couple, well, maybe like one show outside of school. But I got you, yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, so beyond school, um, so when you graduated, what, last year? Um, not this past spring, but spring before, 2018. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah we, I graduated at the same time. Yeah. Um, beyond school, like, where would your uh, travels take you? Yeah. Um, so, when I graduated, I was working, I had to not work at UWM anymore, which was very, very sad. Um, and then yeah. I got hired at the Milwaukee Art Museum. And cool. I was first working for them. They have uh, Cole's Color Wheels, it's called, and that's basically all their programming that's off-site. So, Summerfest, State Fair. Um, did that, and it was supposed to be a temporary job in the summer, but then I ended up getting hired on, and then I worked at the museum in the education department. So, same thing, just always on-site stuff um, in the actual museum. Um, and then I also, I worked at Stone Creek Coffee for a while, um, maybe like six months, and then I got hired at Shark Literacy, which is a very cool organization run out of Milwaukee. It's a nonprofit um, started by a docent at the Art Museum who is seeing a lot of connections between literacy and the arts. Mm. So I was basically going into all these different schools all over the area, Milwaukee, and I was in Waukesha a lot, and uh, teaching workshops that were like an hour long, and it was connecting like STEM different subjects with art. So the core of what I was doing was create art with coding, so I went into fourth grade classrooms. That was my favorite one because I got to be in the classroom like eight times and I got to know the kids. Mm -hmm. and so. Those like workshops already made for me. They go like look at this piece of art, talk about it, maybe read something, talk about it, oh, um, yeah. do an activity, or go online and do a little coding activity. Oh, nice. um, and then I did like core workshops, which were uh, K three through fifth, and those are like different subjects for every grade. So like pollinators was one subject for one grade, and the same thing. We would read a page of a book, we'd look at a piece of art and talk about it, and then make a piece of art about mm -hmm. it. And that was a really, really fun job. I really liked that. Oh, nice. Really started liking working with kids, was really into that. I'm going actually next semester, I'm taking an intro to art ed class at UWM because I might want to be an art teacher now. Are you in grad school? No, it would. it's called post-bac because um, it's still an undergrad oh, degree. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's being like your education, um, teaching, life. I got you, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, not getting paid, I was working at facilitating situations for a while, which is 
was a space um, connected to Hawthorne Contemporary in Walker's Point, right down the road from Fuel over there. Oh yeah, um, below Walker's Point. Yeah, and um, it's basically this like cool like art business model run by Monica Miller, who's my mentor and she's amazing. I love her. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out Monica Miller. Um, saved my life. Um, and. Yeah, they just do, would do like sell artist work, um, started doing events. I curated the first art show they had held in the space. Um, she just got me involved with a lot of stuff, helping her also with her own like freelance stuff, transcribing some stuff, and um, had a studio visit with the artist who visited for something. Um, so yeah, I kind of started getting more involved out there with them, and then got into some shows at... Um, Bar gallery, you came to one of them. Yes, I did actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I came with uh, uh, Natalie Kugler. Yeah. Uh huh. Shout out to my boo. <laughs> I will, yeah. Um, thanks for reminding me. I have to hit her up. We haven't hung out in a long time, but yes, we did come to that. Yeah, uh, that was very nice. Yeah, um, I love VAR as well. It's a very, very uh, solid space. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, doing that kind of stuff, and then um, some more curating. I curated FemFest last spring, the visual Femme art Femme. part, yeah. which was big, like eight gallery curation thing, which is awesome. Um, yeah, like I was telling you, I'm kind of um, more interested in curation um, and coordinating like events than creating art at this point in my life, just because. Like, school is, like, awesome because you have to make art all the time for mm -hmm. class. You, It's, like, an amazing opportunity. You're so yeah. lucky to be able to do that for some part in your life. And now it's, like, working jobs. And especially when I was working, like, two or three at one point jobs at yeah. one time, finding time in there to make art is impossible. Oh, Buying sure. supplies. Also, if you are making something that's not, like something that's easily sellable that you're trying to sell to people like you're making a fine art piece it's really hard for me to find justification in making a fine art piece that I don't have like a show lined up mm -hmm. for it to be in because um, kind of like why am I and I also yeah. make large art so why would yeah. I make this huge piece of art that's going to take up space in my house for <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like it's bad to say like oh I don't want to make it unless I have this purpose for it because you should be like I need to make art for you. my life yeah. <laughs> um but... it's like that was me kind of with like uh some journalism stuff for sure yeah. like telling a story for a grade mm -hmm. rather than because I genuinely want people to know about this story yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually got into poetry kind of because of that. Oh, yeah. Been writing poetry um, because it's just a lot easier. It's fast. You mm -hmm. don't have to buy a bunch of supplies for it. Right. Um, and made a zine. Made two zines of poetry. One was a mini zine. Um, and I've been publishing a few things, small things. I'm on Gold Dust Magazine, uh, Madison Goldbacks. Shout out to Madison. Yeah, her um, online publication and a few other ones you have to buy print versions of, not online. But, um, yeah, and then I, I'm probably going to, hopefully, I said I was going to come out with a new one this month, but I'm going to be about that. Um, <laughs> because I've been traveling so much for work, um, for yeah. my new job, so I've been writing poems everywhere I go and taking a lot of pictures on my 35mm, so I'm hopefully going to... Cool. Make a little zine of that, um, and zine making and writing has always been a big part of my visual art practice too. To go with it, so totally. yeah. Damn, 
Well, you've a you've a stacked resume for a while. Like you've done like a lot of like, aside from like, you know, your itinerary of uh, jobs, like just the curatory stuff you've done, and like just how instinctive you are, and how you've like um, become immersed in so many different mediums. Mm -hmm. Like, is a really like cool way that you know you, uh, it you. I mean, you clearly like live and breathe your craft like and it clearly has an effect on like how you perceive the world and how you convey feelings and whatnot or I don't think I feel like it sounds like a lot <laughs> from the day to day I'm like I'm not doing much at all I get but... that too though like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean people always like people will you know like say like like when I tell them on how much I'm doing like it sounds like yeah like I'm like how do I do it like I'm you know like mindless yeah, but yeah. some I I get really bad imposter syndrome Same. sometimes yeah. where I don't feel like I'm really doing that much at all but mm -hmm. but um yeah uh when you said said you uh did uh um, facilitating art for like young kids mm -hmm. um my mom was actually uh, we had a thing in my elementary school called art mom Oh my <laughs> and uh, my, my mom was actually one of the art moms, and she used to bring like paintings mm -hmm. into like my like, and she did it like all through my grade school. So like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, like yeah. she would always like do it like a couple times a year, and like you know talking to a classroom of you know young out of control kids about like <laughs> what do you think this painting like. Like, what do you think of when you, like, when you yeah, first look at this, yeah. you know, and, like, you get some wacky answers, I'm sure. Yeah, I had to do, so when we looked at an art piece, we would do see, wonder, connect. And so, what's something you see, what's something you wonder, what can you connect? connect. <laughs> and getting, like, K3 through sometimes first grade to be able to ask a question <laughs> so hard. I would have to, I would give them an example, like, so, like... Maybe your question is, why is this in the picture? And then they raise their hands and answer my question <laughs> instead of asking one. And I'm yeah. like, all right, we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's like, it, 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 not what I was going for. <laughs> it's like, good, but, right. Right, but sure. <laughs> I admire your ambition. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so... Um, you, so you said that you, uh, in, within fibers, you were interested in soft sculptures, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess, what exactly, like, would those, like, how would you describe those and, like, like some examples of what you've done and why you also chose that particular focus? Okay, yeah. Um, so, soft sculpture is, like, think of a sculpture, just a normal sculpture. But a soft one is going to be like sewn and like plush usually. Okay. So, um, oh, sure. yeah. so if you see like a big cube that's almost like a pillow, like a pillow could be a soft sculpture, like technically, if you're using it as a fine art. I mean, my senior thesis was pillows, <laughs> actually. Soft it was sculpture. It was five pillows that were printed on, embroidered, and then sewn together and hung on the wall as this big form. So, nice. there you go, it's a soft sculpture. Sure. Um, but yeah, I got into fibers. So what happened is I was kind of traveling around between mediums, unsure of what I wanted to do. I almost switched to communication major at one point. I thought about being art history major, which I ended up minoring in art history. Um, 
but was kind of unsure of what to pursue being that I wanted to do kind of like art administration mainly. Um, but talking to a lot of people, talked to Josie, who I interned for, and lots of professors, so like, no, you have to get a BFA. You can't get a BA, like, no, BFA. Um, so BFA is Bachelor of Fine Arts as opposed to Bachelor of Arts, and it has like 10 more credits. It's a little more prestigious and whatnot in the art world. So I switched, I took a print class, and then I was going to do printmaking. Um, and then... I was, yeah, so I was like pretty into that. I was kind of taking a few classes, unsure of what I wanted to do. Um, and then I, the next semester, took a class that was a print class and then a class that doubled as print or fibers because I was kind of fibers interested. And Molly Hassler, shout out, shout mate, out, fellow artist, fellow fibers major, was like, you should do fiber. It was kind of like as a joke to me one day. And I was like, Molly, no, like you're in fibers, whatever, that's your thing. You're right. Yeah. And she made me this whole diagram I still have that was all the reasons why I should switch to be a fibers major. And she made oh. some good points. And I started thinking about it. And I was like, uh, yeah, I should be a fibers major. Um, so I ended up like dropping a class and getting into intro to fibers and my fight. It was weird because I was only in fibers for three semesters of my um, whole college career. They were like very jam packed because um, I had taken all these electives in art and then I had to just do fibers basically at the end. But yeah, I decided it was a really good major for me because I was already doing some embroidery stuff, um, something I really liked to do. I really, like I said, enjoy writing, and I include that in a lot of my artwork, so I will embroider writing a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then also just I really liked the context that it gives to my artwork because fibers, like the reason, you know, so many people don't even know about it as a fine arts form is it's historically been women's work. It's been things you're doing around the household and embroidering and stitching and knitting and mm -hmm. this like home goods it's not fine art but it is and so totally. it adds this kind of like a radical message to anything I'm making I feel um, by doing it through fibers which is one reason why I love it. It's really insightful yeah that's yeah, yeah that's really that. cool mm -hmm. um <clears throat> sure uh so um so you said so you made pillows is like that was like your uh you said your like one of your last projects you said yeah my very my senior thesis project oh, wow. that was in the show yeah oh very mm -hmm. cool um do you still have it i do it's huge yeah uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 super you'll have to show me a picture i'd love to see it <laughs> For sure. um cool uh so um do you uh so like i know you like you've been so like uh you know, busy with, you know, not only school and all the positions you've had and whatnot, mm -hmm. um, but um, have you, like, in, do you, like, uh, make things for your friends a lot? Not really. I would say I have, but kind of, like, my, like, specialty, kind of, like, the gift kind of things I make are kind of, have worn out, so <laughs> I don't really do <laughs> sure. a ton of those, because um, I do... I used to, like, in school, I don't do it a ton anymore, every now and then I'll, like, make a bunch and sell a bunch more, but Constellation Embroideries mm -hmm. with Star Signs, so all those are kind of, all my friends already have one. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, I don't do a ton. I'll, I'll, like, make 
um, cards sometimes. Like um, Tanner Musgrove, another shout out. Big shout out made. to <laughs> Sprite Canton. <laughs> um, I made her a card. I don't know. I don't know if it was for her birthday or if it was something. No, it was Valentine's Day. Mm. Um, I made one for Molly too, but I made one for Valentine's Day that was funny for Tanner, where. Um, I'm like obsessed with witches, so she calls me witch, and I call her alien. We never actually like call each other that, but like it knows right. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she loves aliens, so I drew us both like myself as a witch and her as an alien. Oh, <laughs> it's really cute. cute. So I'll do stuff like that sometimes, but oh, nothing nice. too big. Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> you like to put words in in your work because it, you know, is somewhat of like your way of like rejecting that it's that people consider it like not a conventional art form and that like they're just like yeah home goods and stuff i guess mm -hmm. like um like do you so i guess like um would you say like you incorporate like social justice into your art and your work much yeah definitely i mean i do it um in a way that it's through person like my personal eye which i think is what most artists do mm -hmm. you know the personal is very very political totally. um so yeah i do it because all my work is about my identity and it's exploring uh, my queer identity or uh my mixed like racial identity being racially ambiguous being chicana um those type of things mm -hmm. so i try to kind of I use also my art as like a very large, like intense exercise in vulnerability. So trying to be vulnerable, share my experiences through those different identities, and then also like hoping to shed a light on that, but also create mm -hmm. conversations is kind of totally. like the big goal of my artwork. Um, which you know it happens all the time when I talk to people about my art, which is awesome. They're like, "Well, yeah," and they tell me their stories, and it's really nice, and it just makes you feel seen and like, yeah. hey, like we're all going through this and just, you know, makes you feel a little bit better. That is beautiful. That's <laughs> uh, where the love and fear uh, mm -hmm. plays into art. Like, like, art is like the love. It's like the creative expression of an idea. Mm -hmm. Something that is like a piece of you being put into the universe for yeah. others to like, you know, learn from or connect with or mm -hmm you know, think critically in some way, um, which is really, really awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, sure thing. So I guess, um, as, uh, the year is winding down, um, you mentioned at the beginning that you have some, uh, some things coming up in uh, the coming months already. Uh, yeah. you want to talk a little bit about much, much more what's coming? Yeah, for sure. So, um, I got invited a while back, I think in the summer, um, to be in a show in Texas. It's in Brownsville, Texas, which is a border town way at the bottom by yeah, Padre yeah. Island. Mm -hmm. um, and at first I was like, okay, this is a hoax email that someone's trying to get me to like pay <laughs> to be in a show. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. But no, it was a real thing. Um, and I believe her, I know her name's Marcelina, I think it's Gonzalez. Um, she was uh, down there, an artist, and it's a show that they got a grant to do at the university down there. Um, so it's a bunch of different women of all ages, identities, and um, ethnicities, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's called Girls Will Be Girls. Um, and so, yeah, I got invited to do that. Um, so I got, I applied for the Mary Knoll Suitcase Fund, which is a thing they do every year. Um, where you can apply if you got invited to a show that's like with 
outside of like four counties in this mm -hmm. area and you live in this area you can get some money to go travel there or send your work there um so i got a grant to travel down there to go to the show um yeah which is awesome and it opens on my birthday which is really witchy that <laughs> um, is so witchy yeah <laughs> um so i'll be going down there for that and then i wanted to plan to curate a show while i was down there so i'm curating a show in san antonio which I hope is still happening, to be honest, the people are pretty unresponsive. But um, I have the artist set and the show idea. So if it happens, it's called Cloth, and it is basically a collection of different works by some artists from um, Texas that are centered around cloth items, whether that be clothing or it could be in a photograph, it doesn't have to be necessarily a cloth um, piece, but um, just kind of these connotations around cloth goods and sure. whether that be maybe you wear a hijab obviously that has tons of connotations to you or to me even like um towels like kitchen towels have connotations to me from my family and growing up and mm -hmm. stuff so um three artists down there i met one of them when i was in texas from work back in october she was really awesome um and then February, um, I'm curating a show at Genesis, which is now moved. It was downtown. It's in uh, like Bayview by Barnacle Buds. Kinda. Very cool. Um, and it's called Language Slash Visual. And it is a combination of language arts and visual arts because, like I said, like writing so important to me. I think, you know, it's on the same par as visual arts, I wanted to make a show that had them at the same level with each other and interacting. So, Mikey, um, Apollo. Shout out to Mikey. Yes. I love her so much. I know, I do too. She's one of my Mikey favorites. Mikey Cody Apollo. Um, um, yeah, I'm obsessed with Mikey. Love her. We've worked together a few times. I actually did a, an event at the film festival she invited me to do, facilitated oh, some zine making. So, yeah, so it's her and Araceli, um, I can't say her last name, Zuntinga, I hope, I'm sorry, Araceli, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, right, it's right. Sleepless Transgressor on um, Instagram. I think she has a Facebook as well. Okay. Um, and so they went through, they picked some poems from Black Girl Silence and other things made of gold, Mikey's poetry collection, and then Araceli's making artwork to mm -hmm. um, respond to the different poems. So. Um, they'll both be on display, the poems and the artwork, and then Mikey will be performing at the opening. Um, yeah, it's been really amazing. We have like a group chat, and like Araceli was designing it, and it's just like three women of color, and we're all just like rooting for each other, and just so supportive, and it's the greatest feeling. I love it. That's I want to be best friends with both of them, so... Hell yeah. Hang out, guys. Hey, it's, this book, seed has been planted right here. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, that, that'll be really awesome. Yeah, um, that's it. We'll definitely be looking out for uh, you know, how everything goes, but uh, mm -hmm. um, beyond that, like for the rest of 2020, uh, what are you, uh, or what are you aspiring? What are some more goals? Yeah, um, well, I have to make my piece for the show in Texas. Right, <laughs> I yeah. have to get that sent. Um, I'm just, I'm not making something entirely new. I'm kind of revamping a piece. Um, I would love to finish my poetry collection by the end. So now it's like double put out in the world. So I'll have to finish it. So um, for sure, I was kind of hoping to like finish it before Christmas in case some people wanted to buy it for that. But that's okay. Um, 
yeah, those are kind of the two big things, I sure. guess. Yeah, I'm going to be going home and hopefully can finish up some of that awesome. stuff. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. Those are great goals, <laughs> great goals to set for yourself. Yeah. So. Well, we love to see it. Yeah, I've been a little stagnant because <laughs> I've been traveling for work. Yeah. So now I'm back and I have to actually get into gear. Oh. <laughs> well, all right, Melissa. Um, this was very lovely uh, hearing about your art, hearing about <laughs> curating things, your poetry, your fibers, like, uh, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, you, you have a, a lot of, uh, it, it sounds like you, you just have a lot of really cool instinct. So, Thanks. yeah, good for you. Nice compliment. <laughs> I try. <laughs> uh, so tell me what keeps you up at night. I should have been prepared. I should have asked for it. It throws people off <laughs> a lot. Um, worrying that I'm going to fall asleep before my sleep timer on my TV goes <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I have to put on a movie to fall asleep to every night. Oh, do you? Yep. <laughs> what was uh, last night? This is the end. I love This is the End. That's like one of my favorite movies. I know, I love yeah. Um, what, what puts you to sleep, though? Uh, well, I guess that kind of answers at a movie, but. Yeah. Um, my cat. If my cat isn't in the bed with me, oh. that's another thing. I get really sad, and I'm like, where are you, Belle? Oh, Belle. <laughs> Why aren't you in here? <laughs> Come to me. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for yeah. being on the show. Thanks for having me. You bet. This is a lot of fun. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, stay tuned for Melissa merch and uh, the work she will be doing for our creative dope art scene. Thank you for watching Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Ten